Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the Chaos to Connected podcast. So I tried again to do a poll over on my Instagram. I feel like I say this a lot, but on what this episode should focus on, because I just want to know what you want to know. And again, it was like 50-50 between the two choices. So of course, I'm just going to do both topics. But today I decided to chat about the one thing that can drastically shift the attitudes and behaviors we're seeing in our homes as kind of like a part two from last week's episode. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, definitely check it out. But just to kind of give you a brief overview, I was sharing that sometimes as a mom, we can get extremely exhausted, burnt out even, and that may or may not be related to your child's behaviors, but it can make handling the emotions of your child challenging either way. So instead of forcing yourself to find a way to connect or like shift things to a more positive response, I gave the recommendation to just pause and not worry so much about connection while at the same time not giving yourself permission to be, you know, mean or impatient, but just simply to give yourself a break, some of that soul care, some um, space to just be and not force the connection because sometimes when we're trying so hard to force it, we actually can get triggered more. Today, I wanted to give you more of a pep talk because while we do need breaks and it's good to recognize when that is, there are also a lot of times where that just isn't an option. And at least that's the case for me. Like you just don't get a break (laughs) and maybe it's different for you, but I will try to tell my kids like I need a break to calm down and it's almost like this cue for them to just like keep coming at me or like lay in my lap and like I don't know it's not like they think it's funny but it's like they think it's like no you like no you don't get a break and you know when I'm the only one home with my kids all day while my husband is working I don't necessarily have the choice to just kind of disengage for a bit even if I feel like I need it and I think that can be the case for us for all of us at some points. Um, So I wanted to give you maybe a little bit of tough love because I do think we need it sometimes with the reminder that I also know where you're coming from. Like I know how overwhelming it can be to have three kids crying all the same time and you have to figure out who to help first or two kids are fighting while the other one is screaming (laughs) or sitting trying to listen during a tantrum while trying to hold your baby and keep your calm and keep your other child occupied plus all the other things that are going on. It's hard, and this doesn't negate that, but sometimes we just have to make the choice to remain controlled. And I think of it like if you're a Christian and the goal is to walk and live by the Spirit, even though our fleshly desires want to win out. And we have to regularly choose to live by the Spirit and turn away from our flesh. And that's what I think of like as parenting or or motherhood. Like It's a constant thought, a conscious decision many, many 
maybe hundreds of times a day to choose to allow your child to have the meltdown and not to add to it, to choose to remain controlled even if you're feeling frustrated, to choose not to engage when all of your insides are shouting at you to threaten or lecture. And it's hard, but you can do it. It will take determination and discipline. (laughs) Conscious thought to retrain your brain to pause before responding. So I want to paint this picture for you of my recent experience and why I even had the thought of talking about this. So as you may know, I have a four-month-old and we are all coming off of like at least three-week illness, maybe more. So I obviously haven't slept much over the last month or more. And it's definitely impacted me more than usual. Like I haven't gotten a lot of sleep over the last four years because my going to be four-year-old on Friday didn't start sleeping through the night all the way until I was probably like halfway pregnant with my third. Um, And then obviously having a baby, (laughs) they don't sleep through the night. And so I feel like I function pretty well on less sleep, but like this was extreme. And kind of like that back and forth, like you get the baby to sleep and then the other kid wakes up sort of a thing. And I just found myself getting frustrated and annoyed more easily. Um, and one of my kids wakes up and is just naturally like more whiny in the morning. And I used to think something was wrong. Like maybe there's some mineral deficiency or some vitamin that he needs more of, or, you know, something. And now I just know that it just tends to be how he is sometimes. And he also wants me to go with him to the bathroom, even though he needs literally zero help. And I can see him very clearly from the kitchen where we have breakfast. And so I had been really calling out the whining and like begrudgingly going with him to the bathroom, complaining all along about how he doesn't need me and just like go, you know? And as I would put Luella to sleep and had some space and like quiet moments to think, I realized I just really didn't like how things were going. I didn't like my attitude. I didn't like how I was feeling. And I especially didn't like then how I would respond because of it. And my kids were also constantly fighting, going after each other physically. And in one of those quiet moments, I realized that I am the emotional thermostat of our home. And I think most moms are you know, there, there's always going to be some families that have the reverse happening, but generally speaking, I think it's us as the mom that tends to set the tone for the home. And I think that's why we hear all the time, like the happy wife, happy life, or, you know, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And so I decided right then and there that something needed to change. So I prayed for help with my anger and frustrations because I just, I, didn't know what else to do in that moment, praying for wisdom. Like I need something to change. And I worked really hard to be the adult in the relationship with my kids, to see my kids for who they were or are and what their deep rooted needs were in the, in the moment, not just what I could physically see. I set out to engage in more connection, more play. Like how could I make this fun and not so, you know, it's so natural for us as adults to just shift into like lecture mode or that stern face. When most of the time, if we just kind of make it lighthearted, it, things go so much better. But generally that's not how we raise. So it's not like our natural, it's not the natural thing for us to do, but that's what I was trying to do. And if I didn't have anything nice to say, I just didn't say it. <laughs> 
I stopped commenting about my son's whining and need for me early in the morning to go to the bathroom and I just did it. I helped him with his request with more loving reminders to ask versus tell instead of being like luxury about it. I started getting to the root of my heightened emotions or when I would become triggered, like what is really underlying here? Why am I feeling this way? And guess what? The whole atmosphere of our home changed. In the last week and a half since I have been just going back to the basics, these aren't anything different than what I've been sharing all along, but I was like really consciously focusing on them. I don't think I've had to break up one physical fight in our home and it was happening multiple times a day. Now, that doesn't mean there, there haven't been big emotions or my kids haven't fought, but the willingness to help each other, the ability to pause even when they are frustrated and like stomp off or hit or kick something that was actually safe and appropriate, not each other, was astounding to me. And, you know, I always tell my kids, like, it's okay if you want to kick something, but like, let's find something appropriate to kick, not, not somebody else. And so, like, I'm just blown away. And so, again, we're never going to be perfect at it. We can't be. But that isn't the expectation here. What I do want to encourage you with today and moving forward is to choose to set your thermostat. They don't just fluctuate all over the place. Like, when you set a temperature, it stays there. It's not like suddenly up 10 degrees and then, you know, two hours later it's down again. It is steady at a temperature. And I want to encourage you to do your best to choose to be the steady force in your home, the calming presence, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. And I guarantee you'll begin to see shifts happen. Now, I know this is challenging because our brain has a certain pathway. And when we want to respond, our brain wants to respond like on that pathway. It does not want to shift. It wants to do the easy thing. You have to actually make the choice. Choose to respond differently. If you are really struggling and thinking like, there's no way I can do that first, I want you to actually try. (laughs) Stop telling yourself you can't because guess what? The thing about your brain is that it will search for what you tell it and will find ways to prove you right. So if you're constantly saying, I can't do this, I'm too overwhelmed, this is too hard, I can't listen, like I'm so angry, you're gonna just continue to prove yourself right. It will also want you to do what comes easy so you don't have to think and work so hard like I just mentioned. So it may be challenging at first, but the more you work this muscle, the stronger it gets. Secondly, go to the show notes, download the new free guide I created for you. It has four strategies that you can use for those moments when you know you're going to lose it. Pick one. And insert it into those moments, like the heat of the moment. You are like, I am going to lose my mind and I just want to yell or I just want to lecture right here. Like pause, pick one of those things and do it and get yourself back to your regulated state. Because when we're responding that way, we're often responding just like our kids do out of the fight, flight or freeze. So we can't actually think, but if we can create that pause and really work on carving out that pause then you can insert something and that will help you get back to your thinking brain so that you can actually come to this child's behavior. Maybe you're still frustrated. It's like that emotion is fine. It's fine to have these emotions, but you can have the emotion and still come with control. And third, I do have a masterclass coming shortly. Hopefully by this weekend it will be done, Um, but it is going to be a beginner's guide to start resolving your triggers because 
it's great to insert things into the heated moment. And I would say that's step number one. But then where do you go from there? You need to actually work on your triggers so that you can resolve them, so that you're not always having to pause and go do the thing. And so I want you to watch for that. Um, And as always, if you want more help, shoot me an email or come connect with me over on IG. You can do this. You can choose to be controlled. It's hard, but you can do it. Nothing worth having comes easy, right? And you will just be so grateful that you are making the choice. And it might not be every time. That's okay. Don't get discouraged. Just try again. I promise you, I tell this to all my families that I work with. Your child is going to give you an opportunity to put this strategy into place again, probably later the same day. So if you mess up, that's okay. Brush it off, repair connection, and resolve to do something different next time. Get back to the basics. If you're really struggling, go back to the beginning of this podcast where I talked a lot about the basic strategies and re-listen to some of those episodes and do your best to get out of the ruts in your brain and create new trenches by choosing, choosing, choosing to be controlled, even if you're frustrated. Have a great week. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and take me at Kaylee Josire and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.